You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time. From your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. The most interesting thing in tech is all the bad news hitting Zoom right now. Zoom is, of course, a company very much in the news and very much in the zeitgeist. We're all using it as we work from home. They have become the clear winner in their category. But Partly because of that, partly through the choices they made in order to get that, they've now got a whole bunch of problems. First problem came last year when users pointed out that links in Safari that automatically opened the Zoom app were an easy target for hackers. Zoom fixed that problem, but made a bunch of people uneasy. We then learned last week that Zoom, by allowing people to use their Facebook identities to log in, was leaking information about Zoom users to Facebook, even Zoom users who didn't have Facebook accounts. It meant that when you had a Zoom meeting, information about your location, your web browser, stuff that could be used for targeted advertising was all being sent to Facebook without many people's consent. That's not on Facebook, it's on Zoom. Facebook is very clear about what it does with that data. Zoom claimed they didn't realize it, That was a problem. Then we learned this morning in a story in The Intercept that Zoom has been not completely open, fair, about what end-to-end encryption means, and that they have been saying Zoom meetings are all end-to-end encrypted, meaning the information is completely encrypted from the time it's at your computer to the time it's at somebody else's computer, and that's not quite true. It's encrypted in transit, but not end-to-end, which is an important distinction. And then... A couple of hours later, we learned from Motherboard that there's another privacy problem and that what it does is it makes your account accessible to somebody with the same email address, which makes sense, right? You want somebody who has an at wired.com email address to be able to start a Zoom meeting with me. But what if I started it with my personal email address? 
and then everybody who has a similar personal email address can connect with me, suddenly my account is accessible for strangers to Zoom me, which isn't ideal. So it's bang, 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 bang. Zoom has also been hit by a lawsuit over the Facebook privacy problems. So what does this all mean? None of these things is utterly dreadful and malevolent. It's just signs that a company that really wanted to win the video conferencing market moved really fast and it prioritized growth over privacy. This is a typical Silicon Valley issue. You have to move fast and break things as the saying goes. You have to win a market share so you can get economies of scale and network effects. But to do that, you cut corners. It seems like Zoom cut some corners. So they need to hire some serious privacy officials. They need to take a look at their whole stack and be ready for more and more negative stories to appear because it seems like there's a pattern. All right, catch you later. Stay safe on all your Zoom meetings. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.